think. Act and prosper. You are now tuned into the Money Level Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Money Level Show. It is Daryl Dominic, and today I have my boy Eli with me. Uh, I ran across Eli's channel when I was actually looking at uh, Dave Ramsey's opinion on gold, and I saw Eli's channel on Dave Ramsey's opinion. And so many of you know me that, and I used to teach uh, Dave Ramsey, I used to teach Financial Peace University, and I felt like I've gotten a lot of good uh, concepts out of it, some of the basic concepts for the, the, you know, the average middle class uh, citizen that is working, but I did not learn a lot about um, other things such as our economy, the shape our economy is in, um, uh, federal uh, policies or monetary policies and, and things of that nature. And so I began to get into that and kind of go deeper into how do I get wealthy? How do I build wealth through passive income and things of that nature? And so I, I saw Eli's uh, reaction video to uh, Dave Ramsey on gold and silver. And so I decided to reach out to him. So uh, just wanted to welcome you here today, Eli. Uh, with Urban Lifestyle, you can be sure to click his link in the description. Uh, so, how you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic, Daryl. Thank you so much for asking, and I um, appreciate it. It's an honor for me to be here on your show. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. I, I appreciate you uh, tapping in and everything. I, I say tap in because our motto is to think, act, and prosper. So I, I just try to keep encouraging people: think, act, prosper. You know. So think mm -hmm. about what we're talking about today. Uh, so I just hope everyone taps in. So. Uh, I just wanted to start and get a little bit of your backstory and kind of how did you get into this arena? Because, you know, for me personally, like I never knew anything about finance growing up. My parents didn't. Uh, my parents don't have a retirement plan, you know, uh, things of that nature. So now I'm really getting into it. You know, um, I began to learn a lot more about money and what is actual money. And so mm -hmm. uh, I just want to see what's your backstory and how did, how did you kind of stumble across this arena or whatnot? Because people like us don't really uh, see see this type of stuff or really think about you know the state of our economy and and things like that. When I say people like us, people from the urban community. No, of course, of course, of course. Well, I'm there. Uh, it's uh, looking at the events of my life. It seems like like everything aligned right for me. Uh, I was raised in a poor background, of course. Uh, mom and dad's from Haiti, and I was born here in Miami and learned English through middle school and high school and things like that. So uh, as far as knowing or learning about money, I did not get that from school. Right? Was, and I, when I actually physically learned about money, like when my mind was open, I was sort of pissed off because I was like, hey, hold on. Why didn't school teach me this? I went to school for like 12 years. I even went to college for two years and budget and credit. None of that was even like even mentioned to me all I was taught was hey go to school learn math learn science get an education and get a better job yeah, yeah. and that's what my mom especially being from a Haitian um, background that's exactly what my mom and dad wanted for me um, when I was 17 like I, I can remember like the month I graduated from high school I was 17 years old and then like about a month later I got into a, a network marketing program mm -hmm. and you know I stuck around for a little bit a lot of people let me hear um, network marketing they're like oh scam pyramid scheme but something that happened with me was I got a mentor I got a mentor somebody who gave me access to a whole bunch of information told me how to read uh, told me which book to read and around that time it's, it's a bit of a shame to say, it's a bit of a shame to say uh, I didn't know I didn't understand um I didn't have a good reading comprehension especially mm -hmm. Creole being my first language so I really couldn't read as good 
So I told him that and he told me something that I'll never forget that echoes through my mind today. He was like, hey, I understand you don't know how to read. Are you going to stick with that or you can learn? Did you know how to walk? Did you know how to talk? But you learn how to do that, right? You're just learning how to do this a little bit later. And then from then I got motivated and I was like, you know what? If he says the knowledge is in these books and for me to understand the knowledge, I got to go through these books. Mm-hmm. I, figured, I figured it out. I figured it out. And something I, I understood is, um, and also he told me was, Success leaves clues, correct? Success leaves clues. And if you're successful people, they, they have a figure it out mentality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I had to figure it out. All right, so of course, probably gave me a book. It probably took me maybe a good year to finish reading it. But hey, I, st- I stuck with it, learned how to read a couple of years down the line. I'm no longer affiliated with network marketing anymore. But mm-hmm. there was something that, you know, there was something that, that, that if the information, the book, I never stopped reading. Yeah, yeah. I never stopped reading. I still have a library I have uh, on my phone. I have a whole bunch of books. So I just kept understanding. I just kept learning. I just needed to, to know more. I'm always hungry. Even till now, I, my, my motto is if you're not, um, if you're not growing, then you're dying. Mm-hmm. Right? So I always want to be in a growth mentality. I always want to grow. I always want to learn and apply what I learned. A lot of people say uh, knowledge is power. I believe knowledge is, uh, is potential power. I yeah. believe applied knowledge is power. Yeah, exactly. And that's pretty much how I got into uh, in, into knowing about money. Okay, okay. Thank you for, mm-hmm. for bringing that up. Uh, you you kind of reminded me of myself. Uh, I had the Rich Dad Poor Dad book on my book mm-hmm. for about uh, two, three years, and I decided <laughs> to pick it up uh, when the pandemic first hit. And mm-hmm. I was I was I was kind of shooting myself in the foot like what why did it you know why did I pick this up three years ago I would have uh-huh. already you know been been you know far ahead further ahead than where I'm at now but uh, I mm-hmm. appreciate you uh, sharing that uh, so uh, what what are some ways that that you kind of um, reach the urban community uh, with this knowledge like you know when I'm in conversations with my friends like we don't really talk about a lot of this a uh, lot of this stuff you know uh, we. Um, we uh, definitely, um, you know, we not really used to talking about it. So when I get going on it, I just get going, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I, I just go, I go into a bunch of stuff, monetary, fiscal policy, politics, all those different types of things. And, um, and so, you know, h- how do you educate the urban community? Uh, what, what are some ways that you do that? Obviously through your YouTube urban lifestyle, uh, but what are some other ways that, that you uh, educate people that are, not very knowledgeable of these particular concepts. Gotcha. I mean, um, the, the thing is, none of my friends, none of my friends, all my friends that, that actually talks about this is pretty much online. You know, either I met through like how I met you online and um, became friends with them. Those are like uh, the way I kind of got into this. Like it, when I go talk to somebody else, it's like, it's like we're not speaking the same language. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're not speaking the same language. Like I have a friend like to this day, I tell them, hey, you know, real cool friends. And I was like, hey, you know, listen, I have this much and this much and this is what you need to do. And not, not sort of bragging. He asked me and I just told him. And to this day, he still doesn't believe me. I'm, I'm not going to go ahead and prove it to him, but he thinks I'm lying because he remembers me way back in high school when I used to take a whole bunch of money and just spend it up yeah, yeah. Um, for stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. So as far as reaching this community, I always, I was always uh, a fan of video editing as yeah. far as um, way back, we're talking about like probably around 14, I was always into music, I was always producing, so mm-hmm. I always had video, I was always doing stuff with, as far as video. 
right? So when I got here and um, something else that my mom, uh, another mentor I had, he said, he's like, the measure of your success is measured by the amount of people you have behind you, you have coming behind you. So when he said that, I was like, oh man, that, that's, that's very smart. So I want for, for people, like the information that I give is not for everybody. It's for those who wants to listen. It's for those who wants something in their life. Cause I have friends right now who, um, who's not into gold and silver. Cause that's one of, one of the things I do talk about. Who's not really into gold and silver, but then he, for some reason, something happens. He he's in the gold and silver yeah. and then he comes to me. So as far as that speaking on that, it shows that he wasn't ready at that time. Yeah, you know, he wasn't ready and now he's ready. But my thing is, I don't, a lot of people, especially in this community or the community I'm in, they think, uh, oh, all I know is about gold and silver. But I wanted to talk about gold and silver because, hey, I believe that's the true form of money. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not about it's not about having money. It was about the wealth mentality behind it, because you hear a lot of times where people win the lottery and then they go broke the next year yeah, right yeah. Yeah. and I, for me myself i don't see it possible of me gaining like a million dollars and the next year i'm broke i, I only see me um, building on top of that yeah yeah you know the bad thing is i don't play the lottery so <laughs> so when you when you look at that as far as educating educating the masses or educating people in my community or as far as um the same color as i, I am mm-hmm. they have to be they have to be like ready for it if, if that makes sense they, ha- they have to have an open mind for it so that was one of the things i was like hey i'm good at video editing hey i wanna this is a great way for me to build a platform and this was like what four years ago great way for me to build a platform let me do this and i just want to put that the the message out there for those who have ears to hear and i'm sorry i know i took a long time yeah, to get yeah, to that yeah. point you get you, you you gave me i just felt like that had to be said yeah yeah you get you get i, I appreciate you uh, sharing that um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that reminds me of me, you know, um, when I had that Rich Dad Poor Dad book on my bookshelf mm-hmm. for three years, you know, maybe I wasn't ready for it, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then once the pandemic hit, you know, and, and, you know, not having that six-month emergency fund or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, a lot of uncertainty and stuff like that, my my mind was open, you know, to being like, okay, I, I really need to see what is going on in our in our economy and all of those different things. And, and you know, from reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, like, you know, I started watching uh, Robert Kiyosaki's channel. You know, he talks a lot about gold and, you know, real estate and crypto as well. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, he brought on other people, other professionals into his channel. And so it, it opened it opened me up to other people. And I was like, okay. So I started traveling down this little journey, watching other people. And then that was how, you know, I, I got that uh, financial education. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so I recently uh, I did a podcast on why I love gold and, mm-hmm. you know, and thinking about like, you know, my show, the money levels show, like I, I think about it, everyone has a different level of finance when they come into this arena. You know, some people may be up here, some people may be down here where they need like, mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey concepts, you know, to start off, but then also start thinking about like, okay, just buy, uh, you know, a gram of gold or buy, you know, a gram of silver whenever you can or ounce of silver, you know, it's only 30 mm-hmm. bucks, you know, whatnot uh, with the premiums and such. So, what, what, what are some uh, reasons why you love gold and silver and, and why you think it's important to uh, be purchasing that? I mean, to be honest, um, the main reason was I, I got to give the backstory behind it when I first started, like about four years ago, when I, when I looked into gold, I wanted to make sure I had something of value. 
And I remember around um, the Great Recession back in 2007, I was just getting out of school and I needed a job. And I saw everywhere, we buy gold, we buy gold, we do this. And of course, I heard about inflation and how the money sort of went down and back in 2007 and how everything went up. And I was like, hmm. So I did my research. I looked up gold and I seen a whole bunch of videos. And I said, hey, you know what? This is something I can go into. Um, doing a little bit more research. Of course, I did buy some gold. I bought some high premium stuff, stuff I shouldn't uh, be buying. Like I wouldn't buy now, me knowing what everything I know now. Yeah. But doing more research, what really, what really locked me into the idea was back in back in the year I was born, 1989. Gold or silver was whatever the prices were. I just know it was like below 300 for gold, or yeah, yeah. maybe a little bit above, but around 300 for gold. And looking at the price at the time I did start buying, which was 2016, 2017. And I'm like, man, it went up due to inflation. Inflation goes up. So we always know that the, the dollar, the value of the dollar is always losing. Mm -hmm. And I and I realized, hey, if the value of the dollar is always losing, this is sort of people see it as money, but this is a, it's also a commodity that other people use as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, in the future, it's going to take more dollars to buy to buy that same ounce of gold or same ounce of silver. It's just yeah. going to take more. So yeah. I'm looking at it as far as, hey, why would I want to save money? when I'm going to lose 2% by the end of the year, the money I save now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You yeah. know, so the only thing outside of saving money, I only use money, like I only save money as far as my emergency funds and make sure I have stuff to take care of quick stuff. But if I'm talking about long-term, I'm a stash it in gold. If I ever need it, I could take it out. But I'm building securities upon that. Like I would have to deplete the emergency fund first, then the, uh, type um, that the dab in the gold or silver. Mm -hmm. But to be honest with you, I, I just want to hold it and just pass it down. You know, yeah, just, to, just to keep the value of the money. Because if you really think about it, Amdurell, people are working, they're, they're waking up early, they're going through traffic, they're spending time away for their ki from their kids, their family, for the paper dollar, mm -hmm. right? And then w w the, way I, the way I saw it is, hey, 20 years from now, the work that I'm doing today is going to be worth half of what I, what I can use for it to, um, uh, in the future. Yeah, yeah. And that makes sense. So... I'm like, I'm spending my life for something. The only one life I get, I'm spending my life doing something for a dollar that's going to be worth less later on, mm -hmm. you know? So I really didn't like that. You know, so I was like, Hey, I need to make sure what I'm doing now, I need to safeguard the value of my wealth. Yeah, 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 definitely. So that, definitely. that was one of the main things that, that that's one of the main reasons why I said, Hey, you know what? I want to go into gold and silver. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's really interesting that, you know, I talked about the periodic table and, and kind of, I kind of went to that whole uh, chemistry kind of thing. It's like, okay, like what purposes do gold and silver have and how gold is unique of its kind and, and how, uh, you know, historical artifacts of gold, like rarely know mm -hmm. any rare, wear or tear, you know, and, and so it has a lot of uh, purposes for it, um, you know, and, and another thing like I think of is like, okay, with cash going digital, you know, the dollar will be digital in the future. Uh, you know, gold is something that you can always barter or whatnot if, you know, mm -hmm. if our government does get too much power and, and decide to shut off your accounts or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. I could be going too, too tinfoil hat on that one, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's something I think of, you know, and, and not knowing what's going to happen in the future when, when our debt has to be repaid and whether that's of our course. kids or grandkids, uh, you know, who, who have to repay that. You know, I think about gold and silver, um, and and you know I, I did I did a a, a recent uh, reading on uh, the U.S. dollar and how uh, in 1913 the U.S. dollar could buy you 26 dollars worth of goods today, hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and you look at how much it has decreased in value and uh, how much gold has went up in value. And so mm-hmm. that's why, you know, I, I really love gold and silver. Um, mm-hmm. what, what's your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Uh, I, I know like it's, it's out of the system, it's decentralized and, and things like that. And me personally, I like the hard asset uh, piece of it. I like to physically control it. I don't want my stuff getting lost in a system or, you know, these long codes, you know, like, it's like, okay, what if you get the code wrong? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you never going to figure that code out, you know? Uh, uh, so, um, you know, I kind of be thinking about that. And, and I, I know like the, um, the federal reserve just uh, approved one of the first crypto banks. I know our government wants to hand in everything, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, what's, what's kind of your thoughts on, on crypto? Um, to be honest with you, I, I love the idea. Mm-hmm. I love the concept and I love, um, it, it's sort of like, a, I call I like to call it rebel money. You know, we're trying to keep it away from um, the government and things like that so we can have more control. And I, I love the ideal. And I believe in the future is going to have a big factor in, uh, in, in the U.S. currency. Um, as we know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a big change in, uh, in, uh, in the way we view money. Yeah, and yeah. I understand that. But for me, as far as um, I do have a little bit of crypto, but for me to like say, hey, I got, I'm gonna put a lot into it. It ha- I have to see some track record. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to see some sort of track record. I have, you know, I did my research and it looks good. It looks good. It's just, hey, maybe it's a little bit too overvalued. I mean, know what I know now. If I can go back to 2006, I would have bought a whole bunch of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, no, and hindsight is 2020. I would have bought a whole bunch. Know what I know now, but at the same time, it's new. It's I need to see track record, and that's why I really like gold because gold has a five thousand year track record, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, as far as cryptocurrency, like I said, I'm putting li- like the way I buy my crypto is if I get a dollar, two dollars, or three dollars, I'll just put it aside, and then I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? Hey, let me just take it and just put it into crypto. But it's not like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go hard on crypto and invest in crypto. No, that's just me. Like, hey, I want to dabble in it. Hey, if it goes up, hey, I made some profit. If if, if I lose it, I really, it really doesn't matter to me. Definitely. But as far as crypto, I still need to do my research. I I did a lot of research on it, but I'm not a hundred percent competent of um, crypto. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's another reason I'm not fully investing in it. I don't, I'm not the type of person that say, hey, you know what? A lot of people talking about Bitcoin. Let me go into it. And I need to fully understand it where I can like, like break it down. Like if I'm going to explain it to somebody, I can fully explain it to them. Mm-hmm. What, what's the, what's the percentage, what's a percentage portfolio uh, that you think uh, uh, would be for you personally? I mean, we're not giving financial advice or mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. Um, but what, what's the percentage portfolio that you think you would allocate, you would be willing to allocate towards crypto? Uh, right now, currently, I have like, I'll say 1%. Okay, yeah. I have 1% on, a little bit less than 1%. Now, where I want to be comfortable in right now, like with the research I've done so far, I want it to be, I want to be 5%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah. makes, I want to bring it up like to 5% of my portfolio. Yeah, definitely. As far as that. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, and it's still pretty cheap right now. You know, I wish uh, mm-hmm. when Bitcoin went down to about 3,000, you know, ah, I, I, was, I was kind of like, I was like, man, is it going to keep going down or, or what? Uh. So, you know, I, I, I was kind of scared at that time. Like, man, I could have got a good percentage of one, but, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, 
I just thought, uh, uh, I was like, I, I don't know if it's going to keep going down and then I'm not trying to lose my money. Mm -hmm. uh, see, so see, the thing with that, I'm sorry, yeah. I, I want to um, piggyback off that. See, the thing with that, when it comes to me, because I had the same feelings, I remember it being at 4000 3000 I, I tell myself, whenever I have to debate that, I'm not going to buy it. Reason being is because mm -hmm. I want to be in things like, um, when, like let, let's put it like this, uh, when gold and silver, when I first bought, um, when I first started buying, it was $18, right? And then yeah. when it went down, I was like, perfect, let me buy some more. I I was just, I just kept buying and went down to 15, I kept buying more. I went down to 14, I kept buying more. And when it went down to 13, I kept buying more. Cause I understood in the long term, it's not gonna be in the 18, it's gonna go way beyond 18. And fast forward 2020, we see it like um, lingering about 25 and we seen it almost go to 30, if not hit 30. Yeah, so yeah. it's the same thing like if I'm buying stocks, um, like a company I was in, Facebook, or a company I'm still in right now, Facebook, when I bought it, it was, um, it was, um, I forgot what the price range, but it was high. And then I was like, mm, oh, you know what? No, you know what? I, I just want to get in this company. I just want to get in this company. It went down. I bought some more. It went down. I bought some more. It went down and I bought some more. And now it's way above the price that I, um, you know, first bought it in. Yeah, yeah. You definitely. know, so if I'm ever like, hey, you know what? Do I want to put money into it and for it to go up? That's when I tell myself, uh, you know what? Nah, I'm out. I don't, don't want to make a decision based on emotions or feelings. Or mm -hmm. maybe it'll go up. So, you know, staying out of it, you know, don't look too bad. You're looking at it now, of course, you're like, oh, man, I should have got into it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Definitely. Even Tesla, even Tesla, I had the same feeling. And my gosh, why? I wish I did it. I had the same feeling. I was like, is that 300? This is before the split. We're talking about three years ago. I had yeah. 20 shares. I had 20 shares of Tesla. And it was about mm, 200 or $300. I'm talking about before the split, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I sold it. I sold it as soon as when I got like a $50 profit or something off each share. And I sold it. And I was like, you know what? I like this company for the long term. Should I buy in? Oh, man, no, nah, it could go down some more. And then fast forward, um, the ending of 2019, we just see Tesla explode. And yeah, to this year, we see it go up to 2000, of course, before the split, of course. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was like, oh, man, you know, but I, I don't beat myself down too much on that reason being is because, hey, my my um, confidence wasn't there because if I would have put it on there and then I lost money, then I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, man, let me sell. Yeah, you, you almost gotta have a, a you know, you, you profited at the end of the day, mm -hmm. you you profited mm -hmm. and lose, you know, uh, so that's that's very important. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so man, I appreciate you coming on. I know you got things you got to do. Uh, I appreciate you uh, uh, joining the Money Level Show today. Um, everybody, be sure to go check him out. Follow him on Instagram at Urban Lifestyle. It's 1989, right? I was born in '88, so I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm a little bit before you, but um, yeah, 1989. We, we hitting them 30s, we prime, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be, be sure to check out his uh, YouTube channel, Urban Lifestyle, as well. I will leave the link in the description. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to the Money Level Show. And Eli, you have a blessed day. Appreciate you joining us today. Hey, you too, Darrell. Appreciate it. All right, man. Peace out. Peace.